top of the hour news. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens. Local, regional, and global. Only on Q95, the big station. Q95DA.com. Right on Q. A good morning. This is the morning news for today, Wednesday, August 17 for 2022. I'm your presenter, Hassan Robinson. Here are the headlines. Economist Dr. Thomson Fontaine says government's role is to ensure a higher level of independence and self-sustainability of its citizens, but this does not seem to be the mode of operation of the steel pay regime. Regional and for the next five months, Barbadians will pay a standard rate for gasoline and diesel at the pump, as government will be capping the price from Friday, said Prime Minister Mia Motley. And uh, it has been one year since Taliban seized power in Afghanistan. The country is now facing severe economic and humanitarian crisis, and there are growing security concerns. The news is brought to you for the very kind compliments of Rudolph Thomas Enterprises. The details of these stories and more coming up next. When it happens, wherever it happens, local, regional, and global, only on Q95, the big station, Q95DA.com, right on Q. Rudolph Thomas Enterprise in Portsmouth, your suppliers of building materials and hardware products. Over 20 years experience in the business. Rudolph Thomas has lumber and plywood, Portland and tile cement, steel rods, galvanized and fence pipe. And Rudolph Thomas can meet all your wire needs. Galvanized roofing sheets, doors, windows, toilet sets, face basins and bidets. PVC piping, fittings and lattice. Check out Rudolph Thomas for ceramic and vinyl floor and wall tiles. Nails, nuts and bolts, paint and painting supplies. And check out their line of electrical and hand tools. And Rudolph Thomas is your one-stop shop for hard-to-find items like fiberglass mat and fiberglass resin and welding rods. Go now to Rudolph Thomas on 1240 Bay Street in Portsmouth. And welcome back. First off in the news, a government's role is to ensure a higher level of independence and self-sustainability of its citizens. However, this does not seem to be the mode of operation of this present regime. This from economist Dr. Thompson Fontaine, who sought to show the benefits and importance of having a country of independent, self-sufficient individuals who are not subject to submission of government influence. This approach to leadership plays a significant role in the lack of social mobility for many individuals, especially when agriculture is a key area of any society or country to ensure sustainable economic stimulation and financial independence, opines Fontaine. The, the facts are there, the thoughts are there. What is required now is the political will. A government that is truly believing in its people, a government that, that understands that, yes, we're going to make independent individuals. We're going to develop a group of people who are not dependent on us, but a group of people who are independent, who will make their own money. We will make even millionaires out of agriculture. We will develop individuals who can take care of their families, who does not have to come to, to government on bended knees, but who will do whatever it takes. And, and if people have this incentive, they will innovate, they will do what is necessary, they will do the hard work, they will take the sun, they will take the rain, they will do what is necessary to make the money. And this is where we are headed. This is what we need to keep the focus on. Um, I keep saying that the agriculture sector is ours to build. I am truly, frankly, disappointed with what I saw in this government budget. It does not address uh, the situation as it is now. It does not address, it does not do enough to begin to create this level of commercialization 
this level of independence, which is so necessary if you're going to build an agriculture sector. Providing the markets and enabling environments is one of the main areas necessary for economic stimulation and should be a key area of focus for the government, he says. But we need the production, okay? You know, we need the production of couscous and tanniers and ginger and yams and so on. That can be taken up by those markets there in the French islands. We need the production. So people need to get to work, but they need to have the assurance that they will get the enabling environment. And that's what government's supposed to do, create the enabling environment, create the conditions that allows uh, the private sector to flourish, that allows the companies and individuals to, do their, to, their, to basically do their thing. And that was economist Dr. Thompson Fontaine. And uh, we need to pay closer attention to the imperative for funding agriculture and agribusinesses, and especially medicinal cannabis as a major viable source of economic stimulation to Dominica's GDP. This from leader of the opposition, Lennox Linton, speaking on some of his observations of the proposals contained in the 2022-2023 national budget as it relates to the allocations to high levels of spending in the name of agriculture and other sectors with no fruits to bear. He says this is a trend that is becoming more prevalent and repetitive with the global community leaning heavily towards using more natural products such as cannabis, especially within the medical sector. Mr. Linton highlighted that there has not been any investment in the agribusiness sector, which is presently a multi-billion dollar industry from which Dominica could benefit if we position ourselves correctly. But we don't see the results that the nation expected in the terms of the growth of agriculture and the growth of agriculture's contribution to the gross domestic product. A $700 million contribution uh, to the GDP from agriculture by the year 2030. These numbers don't tell us that that is achievable at all. And not just the numbers, the program of action behind the numbers don't suggest that we will get there anytime soon. And in all, in all of what is provided here, I, I want to make the observation that there is not one red cent provided for anything to do with cannabis, which has the potential of being a, a very valuable cash crop for the farmers of Dominica, and uh, which has the potential of, of giving us a place of sorts in the international trade of cannabis and cannabis-related health and wellness products, part of the medicinal, the medicinal cannabis industry that has grown by leaps and bounds around the world. So I, I just wanted to, to add those notes to the agriculture discussion, specifically to indicate that, yes, money has been uh, approved for agriculture in, in different areas, not, not unlike what has happened in the past, maybe a little more this time than in previous years, but the purposes for which, to which those monies have to be put need to be monitored carefully because there is the possibility, based on how this government has functioned, that a lot of that money or a significant amount of that money will go to other things uh, not directly related to those areas of agricultural growth and development and will end up being poorer for it. Mr. Linton also weighed in on the audit report regarding the missions in New York and Washington and shed light on key issues that the common man needs to understand, stating that people seem to rise high in positions of public office for performances that are subpar and worthy of termination from such positions. Well, you know something I've observed in Dominica? 
the more public officials seem to be deficient in, in what they are asked to do and the responsibilities that they have accepted in service to the state of Dominica. The more deficient they are, the more unsuccessful they seem to be in the discharge of those, of those functions, the higher they rise in public service. The more they get promoted, the, the quicker they move through the ranks. And you ask yourself, how is that possible? Because the, the individual who was consular officer in the, in the New York mission, back at the time that all of this was taking place. The permanent mission to the United Nations and the consulate of the Commonwealth of Dominica in New York were audited over the period for the period 1st of July 2014 to April 30th, 2019. And uh, from what we understand, what we know, the same individual was at the mission in 2014 and uh, through to that period in 2019 um, was the consular officer there, was responsible for the consulate. And that individual has risen to higher ranks, uh, now permanent secretary in some ministry or the other. So it doesn't matter how, how badly the work was done, um, that gets glossed over because it, 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 it's not about the work, it's not about the work you do. It probably is about allegiance to or loyalty to or support for a particular a politician in office as opposed to doing the work of the state well and with distinction which all decent public officers with their salt try to do and that was the leader of the opposition lennox linton and the host of kingdom connection program pastor randy rodney expressed his views that we need to understand that everyone was born with the capability to think but some individuals refused to think the right way not believing that one day the tables would turn and as he was speaking on the Kingdom Connection program on Monday evening, Pastor Randy Rodney also says that he's happy with the Kingdom Connection program, which aims to encourage listeners to open up their minds and have an open mind towards thinking critically. I want us to begin to understand that every individual have, was born with the capacity to think every one of us god gave every one of us the capacity to think some of us refuse to think in the way that we should think it's not that we're not thinking but we're not thinking the way that we should think and what some of us have to have to understand is the people whom you're working on they are thinking because their thoughts now sometimes are generated from the pain their thoughts come out from their embarrassment sometimes from the fact that they see glaring injustice they begin to think and jack one of the reasons why we have on this program got so much opposition in certain quarters is because we are teaching people Glad that on this think. program we're not telling people go to august church or go to jack church or go to randy church never <laughs> right we give people information and ask them to think make a decision for yourself but think Think critically. Think of what value system you have. Think of what belief system you have. Think of where you are. Think of your profit. Nice conversation mm. tonight. Think of where you are. Begin to make that thought for yourself. It is a sad day, Dominica, that people will not allow you. And that was a pastor, Randy Rodney. Meantime, looking at individuals' capacity to think critically when it comes to decision-making, co-host Pastor Jack Latham says that it has become a sad day in Dominica since individuals are no longer allowed to make their own decisions or think independently as they should. It is a sad day in Dominica that people will not allow you 
to make your own choice or to think the way you think. Mm -hmm. And yeah. what happened, because I'm a religious person and I believe in the Bible, I'm a spiritual person, and I know this part of humanity is to deal, is the soul. God gave you that part of you, your intellect, and said that nobody should interfere with that. God gave you your emotion. People should not pay you, dictate to you, interrogate you, or um, control you, or, 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 or denigrate you to make you feel a certain way. God gave that to man and you have respected it. Mm -hmm. And that makes up your soul, your emotion, your intellect, you know, your will. Nobody, and I'm telling you, because I've studied that so much. Pastor Leifam also added that he has studied these behaviors and if someone wants to pay him to make a decision, that would send him into a spiritual realm because God said that is not supposed to happen. When someone wants me to make a decision by paying me, you, you send me into a, a spiritual a different realm. Different zone. Yeah. You yeah, send me because God himself said that should not happen or else he would not have allowed Eve to eat the grapefruit. Mm. You know, um, it wouldn't be. God would have put uh, uh, maybe a bee on it for it to bite Eve mm. or something. Mm. But God said, I gave you your free will. And maybe, maybe I don't know how to express that. How painful for me to live in Dominica right now because of that. Yeah, It's not yeah. because of, of the economy or anything. See, that, because when you get across to people you know, people from your village, people, your friends you are on a daily basis, and on any issue, you are not allowed. And that was a co-host of Kingdom Connection, Pastor Jack Latham. And we need to have an integrated approach to our country's development, with agriculture being an integral part of that plan. This from former Civil Service Association General Secretary Alvin Thomas, speaking on the Hot Seat Program with Dr. Thompson Fontaine on the subject of agriculture and the way forward for Dominica in this new era, with strong emphasis on execution of integrated plans driven by political will from policy dictates and not on words based on illusions and grandeur. Mr. Thomas is of the view that if we lack such fundamental principles, we won't see much progress in the country. The Commonwealth of Dominica has already invested close to $1.7 on critical infrastructure and other projects since Hurricane Maria. Hence, the remaining financing gap is estimated at about $7.8 billion based on current government capital expenditure and assuming steady revenue and expenditure, the expected financing gap to deliver the climate resilience and recovery plan to 2030 is therefore $2.5 billion, equivalent to approximately U.S. $90 to $130 million annually. We have to have an integrated approach towards development, which includes agriculture. Until we execute, these ideas mean nothing. They may be well said, well written. And as you can see from the budget, um, there was not that integ integrated approach. Let me also say, um, and, and, and here comes in, herein lies the question of political will. In 1979, Dominica was struck by a Category 5 hurricane, Hurricane David, in 1979. The following year thereafter, we got struck by that other hurricane again that came in. What's the name now? I don't recall. Don't comes to mind. The Freedom Party came into office in 1980. And with the political will, they were able to stabilize the economy and did that over a period of three terms. You had political will and there was integration. In the absence of political will and a concerted effort to integrate, you're not going to get, get anywhere. 
and that was the former CSA General Secretary Alvin Thomas. And in other news, for the next five months, Barbadians will pay a standard rate for gasoline and diesel at the pump as government will be capping the price from Friday. Prime Minister Mia Motley announced this yesterday evening at a press conference at Hilario Court as she conceded government had to go further to shield Barbadians from the rise in oil prices other than the cap on a value-added tax. Are going to have to keep that cap in place. That cap, for example, has made the difference of 26 cents, I believe, on diesel. Um, so that if that cap was not there, the diesel price would be 26 cents per liter more, and I believe it's 22 cents with respect to gasoline. Um, we are going to extend that cap at least until the 31st of January. And we are doing that, recognizing that Barbadians do when? need to be shielded some more. The truth, however, is, is that that cap in and of itself is not necessarily proven to be enough. And while things are difficult even for the government, we feel that we have an obligation to shield Barbadians more. We've looked around at the prices, we've looked around at what we can do, and we've made a determination as a government, and this morning we met collectively with the Public Service Vehicle Associations, um, with the Deputy Prime Minister, who's responsible for the Ministry of Transport and Works, as you know, and with the Senior Minister, Kerry Simmons, who's responsible for the Ministry of Energy. And after listening carefully to them, and after taking other considerations into place with respect to the volatility of pricing and the spiking that's taken place, we've made a determination that, look, we need to create an, an area of predictability that will allow people to plan out their affairs and that we will place a cap not just on the VAT that we will receive and the pricing of that linked to the 80 US dollars a barrel, but we will now place a cap on the price of gasoline and the price of diesel at the pump and that we will hold to that higher price until the 31st of January. Also, in other news, it has been one year since the Taliban seized power in Afghanistan as the country is facing severe economic and humanitarian crisis. And there are growing security concerns, as the U.S. claimed two weeks ago that it killed al-Qaeda's chief Ayman al-Zawadi in Kabul. Uh, but one of the most significant issues in Afghanistan under the Taliban is that girls are still banned from secondary schools or attending secondary schools as well as high schools and universities. Here's more. What problems though, because classes were always segregated for boys and girls, even before the 15th of August. So what problem is there in opening the schools? Our latest scholars have issues with the safety of girls traveling to and from schools. We cannot only make decisions based on the situation in Kabul. We also have to consider villages and districts where people don't want girls to go to school. It appears there is disagreement within your government on the issue of schools. Where is the opposition coming from specifically? Education in our country is decided by the people and a body of religious scholars. There have been some problems that have been brought up by those religious scholars. The government is trying to avoid any sort of disagreement with them in order to maintain unity. But they've already lost one school year. Don't the women and girls in this country deserve to know when they can go back to school? 
We know that they have lost time and that is a problem. But on the other hand, the consensus of the people is also important. So after one year in power, you are not able to commit a time at which all girls will be able to go to secondary schools. When we came to power, there were a lot of problems and we didn't have the means to solve them. These things take time. But how will they trust you? Because in March you said the schools were going to be open, girls went to school and were sent back home. The people of Afghanistan trust us now. We are working to find a solution. Just as girls up to grade 6 and those in universities are able to attend classes, the others will also be able to. And that's the morning news as a recap of the headlines. Economist Dr. Thomson Fountain says government's role is to ensure a higher level of independence and self-sustainability of its citizens, but this does not seem to be the mode of operation of this DLP regime. For the next five months, Barbadians will pay a standard rate for gasoline and diesel at the pump as government will be capping the price from Friday, said Prime Minister Mia Motley. And it has been one year since the Taliban seized power in Afghanistan, and the country is now facing severe economic and humanitarian crisis, and there is uh, growing concerns over security and girls being able to go to school. The news was brought to you for the very kind compliments of Rudolph Thomas Enterprises. I've been your presenter, Hassan Robinson. Q, top of the hour news. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens, local, regional, and global. 